0: I think it's also by driving the emotionally spiking women's emotion as well, just yeah. making them feel something or you know picture something in their head that makes them think, yeah good memory.
1: Yeah, and you have to realize uh, that uh, especially females they are emotional creatures. And exactly, they have to feel something in order to understand you. So if you're trying to say these lines which don't make any sense, if you're trying to talk. Uh, Thing about things, or just generally having a small talk that doesn't give that emotional spike, then that would never work from what I can say. Yeah. Because there isn't an emotional dash to you. So to them, you're just a random person on the street. Hey, everyone, welcome to I Improve, and this is your host, Priyank. I'm a life coach, motivator, and experienced enthusiast who is currently on a mission to help each and every one of you achieve full potential in mastering your life and taking it to the next level. This is the place where I'll be sharing my insight, knowledge and experience, as well as bringing you amazing guests where we'll discuss topics on self-improvement, mental health, physical health, relationship, work and career. If you're ready to take control of your life, brace yourself for this amazing journey of self-improvement and keep listening. Now let's get this started. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of I Improve. Now here, I Improve, we talk about... How to become the best version of yourself. Okay. So we talk about how to be the person you dream and aspire to be, whether it's love, life, or relationship. And my focus is always teach you the right practical techniques. Now, given the fact we're amidst coronavirus, and as we've been isolating and quarantining, we have become a bit antisocial. And let's be honest, our skills have gone a bit rusty. And it's getting hard for us to get back on track and life and move on with our life as a daily basis, and especially a lot of you single fellas out there have been struggling to get your love life back on track. So this episode is dedicated to all of you guys out there. It's a very special male edition. Ladies, you're more than welcome to listen to this. But today we're talking about women. Specifically, we're talking about how to approach women. The right way. It doesn't matter if it's a club, bar, cafe, or a park. As long as you master the mindset and powerful techniques that we'll share in this episode with you, you would know how to get the woman that you truly desire. And what better way to discuss this than with a specialist who knows how to approach women and get their desired attention? This man that we have on the show today he teaches men how to deal with those nervous butterflies and how to overcome the rejection when dealing with women. He's a dating coach who's learned to master the art of cold approach, and he believes in truly helping guys become the best version of themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you, Hardly Harsh. Great to have you on the show, man. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Priyank? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, so we've been talking for a while, isn't it, about yourself and you were doing, and uh, you have pretty much a very good story and a journey to tell us. So I thought, you know, why not start with uh, what led you to becoming a cold approach, dating coach in general?
0: Yeah. So my story, so I actually started off I was in high school, I was quite socially anxious, especially with girls. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only thing I really talked about was football. And in that time, I always felt obviously there was more popular kids than me and they were all getting more success with girls. A lot of my friends were getting more success with girls. And I was just there. At that time, I was happy because, you know, it was just me, football and food because <laughs> I was a fat, chubby kid. Um, yep. And as I got to the age of around 18, uh, going into uni, I started to think that, you know, I want, I want more out of life. And I always wanted, like, girls and I always wanted more, um, kind of like to express my identity a bit more. But I always mm-hmm. felt uncomfortable with my own skin. so. Yep. First year of university, uh, went in and luckily I met the right people. So I met a friend, his name's Taha. He helped me out in the gym, you know, started working out. He started introducing how important a healthy diet is, how important it is to look after your nutrition. So I was inspired by that and I thought, you know what, I want to change in my life. So, you know, you can only change if you do something that you haven't been doing. So I did something different to what I've been used to for the last 18 years. And I started eating clean. I started going gym. And it was the endorphin rush really made me like fell in love with it. And mm-hmm. uh, From then, you know, I started getting more girls, uh, more attention. And obviously mistakes were made. <laughs> Learned <laughs> from those mistakes. That's a big story as well. Yeah, But yeah, that's the real reason why I've been inspired to do what I'm doing today.
1: So I, th- I think that uh, your journey resonates with a lot of people that are listening right now because what you have, especially as, as a as a guy, as a, as a male, because you have this, uh, you know, uh, when you get into teenage and then you, as you become a young adult, there is this societal pressure and there's also somewhat, uh, you know, uh, brainwashed by in quality TV movies where the, the guys that get the girls, they have certain uh, personality assets or features that you know, girls find attractive and especially when you don't have any luck with, with the ladies as you know we've all had
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we've had all
1: our fair share of you know bad luck with the girls and just not just generally not being able to fit into that world I know I know how that feels so my, my question is that how what led you to having this transformation as, aside from the friends and just you know you felt like you need to change what led you to getting more into Teaching people how to do it? Uh, Was it more so personal, or was it just you saw a lot of guys not being
0: good at it that you wanted to help them out? What what led you to it? So, I think the main thing that led me to actually teaching people is I realized how hard it is to cold approach someone sober. And the reason I say this is because when I started off in uni, I started off by drinking and always thought you needed a drink in order to approach a girl. Mm -hmm. And it always made me think, "Hmm, I wish I could do this sober. And I always saw people on YouTube like James Tusk approach girls sober. I thought, wow, how can they do this? And despite me going through that weight loss journey, I just found it so hard and always procrastinated actually going out and approaching. And Mm -hmm. then I started reading uh, articles and books on how to cold approach girls. Again, Mm -hmm. guess what happened? Still found it difficult, still didn't actually go out there and do it. Mm -hmm. But what I realized that really helped me was as i've grown older and matured self-love and actually taking action every day to work on my fitness you know improve my life and being around the right friends one of my friends is called uh, shimmy he's Mm -hmm. actually on my podcast quite a lot and one of my other friends kevin we go out and we kind of push each other to do day game so he said Mm -hmm. harsh let's go out and you know what let's kill each other's anxieties Mm -hmm. so he told me go talk to that girl so first approach I was really scared Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know what went out there and did it it's just about who you're with and what kind of support they can offer you and once I did that approach I felt so good and then as I like to call it warming up I did more Mm. and more and as I warmed up more and more I got better and better and eventually I started getting dates from it and from then a lot of my friends were like wow how do you do this and then I kind of introduced the concept to them and they started to implement it in their lives as well Mm-hmm.
1: So p- people that are listening, what uh, Harsh is talking about, the terminology t- terminology within his world or, you know, as a dating coach, cold approaches is when you just approach a girl or just generally people without, it's like cold calling, but you do it face-to-face. So you approach a girl or someone that you're interested in talking to, you just go up to them and you speak to them. And you have to, it takes a lot of courage and confidence for, as we all know, especially guys that are listening, you know that, When you find someone attractive or when you like someone, you want to talk to them in a bar or club, in public, wherever, you have this bit of an anxiety. So what Harsh teaches people and his journey so far has been, and me having gone through the same journey because being a self-improvement coach, one of the key things I teach people is getting rid of that anxiety and approaching people appropriately and doing it in a way that you show interest. So what Harsh started doing is he started approaching girls and uh, he also started teaching people because he became really good at it. So that's what the code approaches. And when he says day game, what he's talking about really is uh, approaching people during the day or just yeah, specifically during the day, because as it's much easier, I guess, to do it during the night time. And you can exactly. tell me With more entrance about it yeah. as well, <laughs> exactly. So this alcohol is there's, there's the whole vibe of people just, you know, having fun and being within that um, area kind of surroundings that you just more social it's much much harder having done it myself it's much harder to do it during the day because it's no one's drinking you just people are going out about in the day that doesn't mean that you don't have any luck with it you have tremendous amount of luck with it which harsh will tell us but what it is is it's like it's much much harder generally because you're disrupting people and trying to approach them so i think it's tremendous what you do and uh, having taught people so far you have plenty of clients Tell me more about uh, what do you think that uh, guys the biggest mistake guys make when they're approaching girls? And I would share a story myself, but I want to hear your, from your experience. What do you think guys, the biggest mistake they make when they're approaching a girl or when they try to approach a girl?
0: Right. So I think one of the biggest mistakes is when they're doing it, uh, they might say they need a drink and then they get another drink and then they keep drinking. And then by the time they approach the girl, they're a drunk, sloppy mess. Um, so it comes across as, comes across as a massive turnoff because yep. they'll be really drunk and it's not attractive at all. Um, for the normal sober guy, I think not having eye contact is another one or making her feel really uncomfortable is another one, um, mm-hmm. whether that's through uncomfortable sexual jokes too early or it's through um, awkward touching and awkward movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the three.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's 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 hard, isn't it? Because uh, there's there's two sides of this. There's firstly doing it like during the day, like you said, without drinking, and then there's doing it nighttime when you're drunk and you're approaching girls. I think regardless, and a lot of coaches teach this. I'm talking about dating coaches, generally self-improvement coaches as well, confidence coaches. They teach that you shouldn't be influenced by. External source or internal source. That's what I think. So if it's something that, you know, within your mindset, that's telling you to do something, it's anxious to do it. Or when you're drinking and you're completely under the influence in doing it and that's not your true voice, you should you have to project interest. And the way to do it is, you know, when you're completely in the present state of mind. <laughs> so exactly. You like I said, because when you're drinking too much and you're like, you know, you're sloppy <laughs> and shit, you're trying to approach someone, you can, make, you can barely get the words out. So how are you yeah. going to show your interest and be appropriate and be, you know, seductive, but then also try to pull a girl or, like, speak to them or get their number or go on a date. That wouldn't work if you're a drunk mess, like you said.
0: Yeah, and I think another thing to bear in mind is there's no creepy police out there. So let's say you're new to this day game and you make a perfectly fine joke, a perfectly socially acceptable joke. Some girls might get creeped out. But as Mark Manson said in his book Models, there's no creepy police out there to come and arrest you if you say something that a girl doesn't like. Yeah. So honestly, just embrace the rejection and learn from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big part, isn't it, to like, because the theme of the episode or well, the topic is about how to approach girls and how to do it the right way. And uh, you have to understand that uh, approaching the decision, the decision-making isn't part of, part of you, it's part of the girl that you're approaching. It's it's like a same as a door-to-door salesman go to someone's door knocking. It's like you can give your best speech, you can give your best presentation, but the decision still lies in in the the female's hand or in in the, in the buyer's hand. But the best thing you can do is just try your best and face the rejection and just move on. Don't be too attached to it. Do you feel like people get a what's the word? They get sad when they when they get rejected. Do you see a lot when when you try to teach people that? do you think like they get sad, they get upset or how do they handle rejection?
0: Yeah, I think the way you handle rejection is very important because yes, people may get sad, but you, and they might think it's because of them, it's because of their looks or because of their lack of confidence or charisma. but more often than not, it can also be because of the girl. The girl might have a boyfriend. The girl might be unhappy because um, you know she had an argument with a friend. The girl might be genuinely busy and just wants to get home. The girl might be married. You know, the girl uh, could have had a surgery and or maybe the girl has problems at work. So there's many different factors that mean that the girl has to reject you. So do not take it personally. And a lot of the time, it's just a lack of compatibility. So just keep going out there and approach. Obviously, you can do a lot to work on yourself, but just don't be offended if you do get rejected.
1: Yeah, I think it's a rejection. We've all faced rejections, especially guys who approach girls, because... I mean, the world is changing now. you see a lot of females showing interest, but then if you're talking about a ratio, majority of the men have to do the work, the initial work, and then you can still you know when you get in a conversation, then it can be a balanced conversation. but you know in dating conversation and pick up and whatever you teach, it's part of that is then the investment has to come from the other side as well. yeah, if there's only one way of investment then you know not interested then you move on so how do you how do you think when you're conversing, how do you build that interest so Let's say, for example, you've gone up to the girl, you've had a chat with them, you've having a bit of conversation, and you've started to she's starting to show a bit of interest. But how do you how do you keep going? How, how does the investment work? How do you excel further from that?
0: So I think it's called a uh, jump off points in a conversation. So if mm-hmm. a girl, if you ask her, you know, how's your day going? She goes, Oh, really good. I went to eat. Um, I don't know an Italian meal with my friends. You know, the jump off points there are Italian meal and friends. So you can say something like, oh, really? So what's your favorite Italian dish? Or, you know, um, oh, really? So, so you know, where, where are you from? So if she says, like, I went to an Italian restaurant, or is that your favorite cuisine? Something like that. So keep the conversation flowing. And and when you reply, when she replies, oh, yeah, the Italian food was good. Uh, my favorite dish is cannelloni, for example. You can say, oh, mine too. Or, you know what, I disagree. Mine's just pizza, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm more into more American-style pizza, like Domino's. You see where I'm Mm. going? It's just the conversation keeps going flowing and flowing. But make sure it doesn't flow too much uh, to the point where you're friend-zoned. Just let it flow, keep it natural, but express the interest and get the number.
1: Yeah, the infamous friend-zone, isn't it? I say to people like, uh, when I teach people self-improvement or confidence, this is a part of it. So relationship and building that confidence. Do you speak to anyone, guys or girls, is part of it. And... The way I say it is, if you're speaking to a potential client, you don't want to become friends with them because at the end of the day, it's business. When you're speaking to a girl that may potentially become a date or a girlfriend or a wife, whatever, you still want to have that bit of a friendship. But you don't want to become friends from the start because that's when you hit the friend zone. That's why why I agree because you should agree with a lot of things in a conversation. They should be... So there should be a bit of a repel. So when, I'm not saying you deliberately disagree with a person, but then you find ways to show your own opinion and interest and don't don't be the yes-man. I say to people, don't be the Mm yes-man. Definitely. Which a lot of people are, isn't it? You probably notice as well. People are saying, oh, um, what's your favourite uh, f- food? Oh, They're like, oh, Italian. Italian, mine too. Exactly. And that's <laughs> when point. I said, you know what, I actually
0: prefer Domino's, American style pizza. Don't be afraid <laughs> to disagree with the girl. She doesn't stand on a higher hierarchy than you. Yeah. Don't
1: give it a special just, that's the treat. thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. exactly. And p- people shouldn't be doing like, uh, deliberately trying to, uh, re- trying to disagree with the person. But it's like the essence of it is to have a foot to stand on. Like, Don't be the yes-man. Don't be like a barking barking bloody dog, isn't it? So don't agree with everything she's saying and don't go with everything that she says. And people do that. I mean, it's okay if things are similar. I mean, if you have similar interests, don't be like, no, I don't like this because you like it. But it shouldn't be like you say yes to everything because then you feel like guys, a lot of guys do that. And I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think a lot of guys just deliberately agree? People that don't know pickup or game or they don't know how to approach do you think they just generally agree with everything a girl says to get them to like them? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah. So exactly. I think don't, you know, stand by your values. It's a trade-off An alpha male. Stand by your values and lead yourself into a bigger and better future rather than always gaining the approval of a girl. You know, go mm-hmm. into the date thinking, Will I like her rather than will she like me? And mm-hmm. you'll feel a whole shift in energy. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Do you feel like uh, a lot of guys that come to you, they say, I want to learn how to be alpha male? Or do you think they just, uh, I mean, there is a bit of, what's the word, the persona of alpha male? Do people talk about it a lot? What do you feel about it? Let me just ask you that first. What does it uh, mean to be alpha male?
0: Firstly, I think, yeah, alpha male is a widely used term nowadays, and a lot of men want to be referred to as alpha male. I Mm -hmm. think being the alpha male means you're kind of in control of your own life. And it's about leading yourself onto a bigger and better future, you know, knowing your values, being an in integrity with yourself, being dominant, you know, even protective of the woman So she feels safe around you. And I think above all, it means not giving a shit about what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. I think those are the traits of an alpha male.
1: Yeah, I agree. Cause, um, it's kind of like you're saying that you shouldn't uh, be submissive if we're talking about in one word don't be too submissive and uh, this resonates with everything that we talked about so far so when you're approaching people have this a uh, bit of a dancing monkey or chattering monkey at the back that is saying oh you're not good enough you're not talented enough you don't have the enough you don't have enough skills what are you going to say what happens if you get rejected and there's a lot of that and I feel like being the alpha male or d- dubbed as being a actual man who knows his values or truths you should just you know, just go with it and don't worry about the end result and try not to fear rejection, which is what just we discussed a bit earlier on.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and this is why I call it, I mean, not me, but people call it a day game. Now, mm-hmm. I genuinely see it as a game. So, you know, many people's games are playing Call of Duty on PlayStation Um <laughs> yep. and they still have to overcome hurdles on that and they get mm-hmm. a dopamine rush from that, from playing Call of Duty. But for me, it's about doing day game in real life and helping people achieve their potential when they get over that comfort zone and when they shut out that devil that tells them, you know, you're not good enough or you're too short and just negativity, just fully shut it off and go out there, get warmed up and get on with it. Mm-hmm. So what
1: do you would you suggest, like, what do you tell clients that you teach and if they have, you know, they're nervous, they're, they feel jittery or they feel like... That, that chattering monkey at the back saying, "I'm not good enough. What if I get rejected?" What do you? Because we talk, we we said that approach, 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 which is which is the which is the standard thing that you should be doing when you're trying to meet someone, or get a girlfriend, a wife, whatever. But then, what do you think in uh, wh- any exercise or any ritual or anything that you think works when when they start when they go to approach someone? What's what kind of thing do they have to keep in mind?
0: I think the exercise and ritual, I think it stems over a long period of time. So Mm. the people who I've helped, the people I've coached, I tell them, you know, are you happy with your life? What are the hurdles that you face? So maybe they don't feel they're in shape. So I'd say, you know what, for a whole month, just maybe start getting into exercise. And, you know, I'm hoping it makes you feel better. And nine times out of 10, they'll say, you know what, the exercise really helped me mentally. And it makes me feel Mm. better about myself. I think it all comes down to feeling good about yourself. And when you feel Mm -hmm. good about yourself, you shut down those devil voices in your head saying don't do it or saying Mm -hmm. you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. So that's a ritual. It's a long term plan whereby you start today and you won't be perfect within a week. You might not even be really good within a month. You'll be really good maybe in six months because you Mm -hmm. would have started to build momentum. And then you're Mm -hmm. ready to show the girls you approach that, you know, you're worth something. You're that man that they want to date. You're that man that is the alpha male who's stepping outside his comfort zone and talking to them
1: mm. what's your ritual do you have a ritual or
0: do you not need a ritual anymore what are you speaking to girls so for me i'm being honest with you obviously i get nervous as well so if i'm going to do day game in london i would be nervous until i've warmed up so mm. i'll start warming up by talking to the checkout lady when i buy my groceries asking for directions you know complimenting shoes and then making that first approach. So yeah. understand it's normal to be, um, to be nervous. It's normal to be anxious. It's just how mm. you manage that anxiety. Even the best of us, like James Tusk and the RSD guys, I'm sure they face the anxiety as well, but they mm-hmm. know over time, over experience, they know how to manage it. So I'd say work on yourself every day. You know, don't just watch Netflix all day. Actually you know, work out, talk to your friends, you know, try and improve your life every day. And then just just do simple things like warming up. Do simple things like you know eating well. Do simple things like just 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 uh, trust in the process.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's important because I feel like if we're talking from a general point, what I say to people is: uh, if you're going to approach someone, if you're going to approach a girl, if you're going to approach someone else, if you're trying to. If you're trying to get love from someone, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get some love back, really, if you're talking about it in simple terms. So I say to people, if you're trying to uh, get some love back or if you're trying to get someone to love you or like you, it has to come from within first. You cannot, 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 I can't Mm -hmm. emphasize this enough. You cannot do that until self-love is exercised. So Mm -hmm. when you talk about working on yourself, when you talk about fitness, when you talk about eating right, this is all part of Daily rituals and routines that will help you bring that self-love up. They'll help you love yourself more. So when you start doing that automatically, you're telling your brain or yourself that you know I love myself enough to work on myself. So a few things like taking care of your hygiene is important, making sure you're, you know, trimming your hair, trimming your beard properly, making sure that you look good, you smell good, you dress good. That's this just very generic health and hygiene tips that you have to follow that you tell yourself love yourself when your brain knows okay this person actually cares for my body and then that way you're loving yourself and that's that's when you feel good and that's when you feel comfortable enough to approach someone or get someone attracted towards you exactly because I- let's face it you know if we don't feel good inside if we're trying to try not to project that towards the person on the other side then they won't see that <laughs> it doesn't matter how how good looking you are if you're not well groomed or hygiene probably all of that comes from you know taking care of yourself so Self-love is very, very important in everyday life. It is any and everything,
0: not just just dating, right? I think yeah, I think self-love is very important. So when I was like twenty, I remember I got hazel contact lenses because I I was kind of obsessed with looks, and I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, you know what, girls like hazel eyes. That's (laughs) what I've heard. So I started wearing hazel contacts. I started, you know, having this funny hairstyle that I thought would make (laughs) me look more attractive. So I was so looks orientated. But now I'm twenty-three, and honestly, I do day game with my glasses of course i look after my hair and i try and keep uh, i am hygienic and i try and dress well it's uh very very much a bonus when you dress well because obviously you're portraying yourself but the other day i went into box park with my friends and turned out because i went from the gym the plan was to watch football and not to do Mm. day game so i just went in shorts and a chelsea top (laughs) uh what turned out was you know what it was actually a really good place to do day game and i was with a friend so i started approaching and I just enjoyed it despite what I was wearing. I just uh, enjoyed it because even though I wasn't wearing a nice chinos and shirt, Mm -hmm. I was in the right state of mind. Uh, I had a brilliant week and I just wanted to portray that energy and I just wanted to see how things go because, yeah, I was just high on life.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I, w- I want to talk about that. By the way, do send me a picture of yourself in <laughs> Hazel Y Context. I just, I'm, I'm not going to give it to anyone. I just want to see her, like, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I might share on social media without telling you about because, <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I know that uh, what you're trying to say is, uh, so the generic term is, I don't know if you know much about mystery or mystery method. So uh, basically the term is peacocking. So a lot of guys back in the day, they were like the most, uh, uh, what's the word? most uh, obvious or most uh, standing out outfits. So people would wear some weird looking glasses or in your case, you're wearing hazel eye contacts. People just wear something very uh, something that stands out too much and yeah. very contrasting, so that's all called peacocking because that's what peacock shows off their feathers, when the whole whole thing where you know when they do the peacock dance. So that's what the term was, and I think people don't do that anymore. Back in the day, old dating ways, people would say peacocking is the way to go because you stand out. So people would wear these weird glasses, or they wear some very gimmicky shirts or trousers, or you know, shoes or bracelets, and that would try to get someone's attention. And that's what peacocking meant. What Harsh is saying that uh, he tried, he tried something similar. But then, when he also talks about wearing shorts or wearing something, you know, comfortable, that doesn't mean he's not taking care of himself. Of course, he's very much comfortable in his own skin to That's wear whatever it. he wants. Yeah. His hair's not messy. He's not. He's you know, he has to clean them, groom himself. Still, he's just bringing his personality into that. A lot of people go the opposite way. They put their personality, saying, "I'm um, a very much sensible." office working guy but then when they go outside people try to completely change themselves and that's when they become more uncomfortable they don't know how to behave but they're behaving completely different to themselves and Mm -hmm. that's when you have that self-identity crisis you're like oh who the hell am I am I this person am I this person it's very hard to try to fake to someone else be someone else just be yourself that's the best way to do it
0: yeah never rely on anything superficial always rely on your personality and never change your identity for anyone else
1: you said it the best, my friend. That's a very, <laughs>
0: that's
1: a very well like, said.
0: The other day, no, sorry, the other month, it was before lockdown, I went to a birthday yeah. party. And yeah. I just, honestly, I just felt like wearing a, a orange track bottoms mm. and mm. orange jumper. And you know what? I just loved wearing it, even though I look like a clown in a circus. <laughs> it just made me feel good. And yeah. the fact is, I did some approaching that day. And <laughs> a lot of girls, you know, I got their number and then we met up after. And we all went clubbing. It was a really good mm. night. Yeah, it's just about good. how you portray yourself and what value you give to yourself.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. It's just being comfortable and completely stop trying to fake it. You know, trying to fake it too much. People are trying to basically step away from the materialistic thing. I say to people, and the material, they will deteriorate. So if you have skills and knowledge and values, and if you have core beliefs, these things don't fade away. They don't. They don't. You know, die out. They don't expire. If you learn those things correctly, techniques, knowledge, game, whatever you want to call it. That's when those things will last a long, long time. Of course, you have to practice them and get good at it and just keep on exercising them. But it's much better than wearing, you know, fake or branded watches. You get like Lamborghini cars, all of that. Yes, there's some girls out there that would get attracted to that, but it doesn't last. As soon as that Lamborghini has gone to the garage, mate, they are going to someone else. So if you if basically, that's the foot forward first, approaching girls, and those are the kind of girls you're going to get. It's very simple. So... Um, being comfortable with yourself is a very good one, man. I love it. I want to talk about something completely random. You mentioned to me that uh, cold showers, which yep. is uh, something that you still do or you stopped doing it or you started doing it now. What's
0: what's happening with that? So I'll be honest. I was doing it more so when I was in my weight loss journey, when I was mm. 19. Okay. And the reason I did it is because I saw a video in the improvement pill saying, uh, you know, cold showers, these are the benefits, good for your metabolism. Mm-hmm. It helps you go outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I was in a really good momentum at that stage with the whole weight loss thing. So I jumped into a cold shower, was really, really uncomfortable, screaming mm-hmm. my head off. But I just thought to myself, I'll do it for a week. And what it made me realize is, is that it allows me to step outside my comfort zone even further because I'm doing it first thing in the morning. By mm-hmm. jumping into a cold shower, I'm, you know, in a very uncomfortable place. So it allows me to then tackle the day for whatever uncomfortable situations arise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you like, have you stopped doing it now because all you do is still do it occasionally?
0: Uh, occasionally, yeah. But right now, I'll be honest with you, I've just been taking hot showers. It's just mm-hmm. something that um, I, I find more comfortable, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I really yeah. that momentum back that I had when I was 19.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, because um, I've been doing it for the past nine months. I've done it on and off, um, but I've been doing cold showers for the past
0: nine,
1: I think eight months, not nine months and it's completely changed my life and uh, i've said it to quite a few my friends that you need to try at least once or twice in your life and you would see the big difference i don't know if you know about this guy called a uh, hoff some is this called the hoff method do you know about that guy no he's very famous you must have seen him like he like dives into like arctic and you know under, under icy water wow he yeah. gets like a big tub and he just jumps on the big like icy tubs and he's got a lot of celebrities into that i don't know if you know about it but it's, um, I kind of uh, took that concept and applied it and truly, 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 man, the best uh, thing that have happened to me. Because uh, what it does is it increases your confidence and your alertness and you just feel a bit more, I don't know, you feel just generally more balanced, I felt like, compared to the like hot showers and medium showers. So people that are listening, cold showers, give it a try. Do it now before winter hits. Because the winter is coming, right?
0: Yeah, I know people who did it in the winter as well, but they did it more of uh go from hot water to cold water, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which uh, counts as well, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does. Because the way I, I do it is always uh, I just uh so before I used to be like hot water, then a bit of lukewarm, then moderately cold, then cold. And what I started doing now, I just go from moderately warm to just cold, and uh, sometimes it just go really cold from the start. Mm. but. I think you shouldn't do it anyway because your body's supposed to. What's the word? Declimatize is it? Declimatize. Right. That's the word. Does your body supposed to declimatize? Because if you just go straight into your cold one, it may not be the best thing for you. But regardless, if you're starting, just go from warm, moderately warm, then lukewarm, then yeah, just go cold. Give it a yeah. try. Best thing ever. And I think I love the fact that you know, body feels so warm <laughs> after you come exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> You true. feel like you feel like you're in a wrapped up blanket. It's, spa, it's cool yeah. to, do you have like any other hacks or like I don't want to use the word tricks, but for example, let's say if someone comes to you and says that I want to improve my confidence in approaching girls, someone says that to you or you must have had people that must have said it to you or read about yeah. something or personally experienced it. What do you tell them outside of just saying approach girls? Because we talked about working on yourself, right? You said working yourself, being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. We talked about or approaching girls but apart from those things what would you tell them the way technique or
0: something to consider before they go into approaching girls i think the main thing is obviously it depends from person to person uh one general bit of advice i give is do it if you're doing it for the first time the best place to do it is where no one will recognize you no one knows you Mm. so Mm -hmm. For example, me and my friend, when we went to Amsterdam, we did more approaches than ever. And we kind of tweaked our strategy because we knew that no mm-hmm. one here knows us. You know, we're not going to be seeing my <laughs> friends, family, parents, you know, whoever. It was just yeah. a different country, foreign people. And, yeah. you know, nothing could really go that wrong. We had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I say to people, because a lot of people are worried that, oh, what if someone sees me, they might think that, you know, I'm a creep or I'm weird, just, talk, just randomly stopping girls. So what I'll do is I'll take them away. you know away from an area they're familiar with Mm -hmm. and i'll sit down with them and tell them look i'm here i'm kind of here to like hold your hand as well just go out there do it uh warm up i keep referring to it but just talk be social be in the social butterfly zone and just go out there and do it and but if they feel you know they don't have much value to add let's say they say they're a bit overweight or you know they don't have much going for them in life or they feel like they're you know really about our romance, then that's a deeper issue that we need to like dig deeper before actually mm-hmm. going out and approaching because there's no point going on the date if you know you're you feel like you can't offer anything or you're not happy with your own life.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean, and I think uh, what you're saying here is don't just jump into the lines then from the start, just take baby steps to it, reaching that then. So, um, what I say to people as well, and having done this in the past, and when I've You know, talk to friends about this. What I say is, if you're really starting out, there's, um, you can do it the really bold and badass way where you just go, there's like six, seven girls in a group or just just crowded areas and you go approach and be really bold. You can do it that way if you have the balls to do it that way.
0: My friend did that a few (laughs) days ago in boxing. I was like, wow. I was impressed because I'm normally the person who, so in um, Amsterdam, when we went and just recently, like three months ago, I was just like, hey, it's a bit random, but couldn't stop uh, say hello to you because I think you look beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a classic one. It is, yeah. But I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some people that do it that way. So I, I tell people, if you can do it, because I always say try both ways. So that's the bold and badass way I tell people. And if that works for you, it will give you good results, but very less, very less results, but they will, it will give you really good results. Because then what that will do is it will give you a big shot of confidence rather than just a baby step confidence. Yeah. Um, But the best way I advise people is do it gradually and do it slowly and surely you'll get there. So, for example, rather than approaching five group of girls in a, I don't know, like a club or a wedding or a party, maybe do something else beforehand. So meaning that find surroundings that you're comfortable with. Example, if you're in a cafe, the waiter approaches you, speak to them or waitress, sorry, speak to them. Yeah. Um, when you're in a library, maybe you know there's, there's a girl reading a book. Go approach them. So try to do it one on one first, and then eventually you might be able to do it in a bit more social surroundings. And then eventually you might, you might you know do like two girls, and then a group, and then that's the way you would do it. You can't just straight away think you'll be best by approaching a group of girls. Again, yeah. it might work for some people, but most of the time it <laughs> doesn't work for beginners. And yeah. when you get comfortable with that, and I think eventually you would start to see, okay, I'm making a bit of progress. I'm getting the techniques right. I know what to say. I'm not appearing creepy. I'm not appearing needy. I don't look like a, a robot just saying uh, scripted lines. And then I think that would come naturally afterwards. So I think right. it's important to consider that. Um, talk to me about... Um, Let's do something. Let's do something funny. Talk to me about your worst rejection when you've approached a girl. Tell me the worst story, the story. <laughs> funny <laughs> um, story. Funny yeah. story.
0: Um might not be PG. This is the thing.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> so tell me, tell me the PG one first, and then okay. we'll see. Yeah. So, so yeah, just a for. few
0: months ago, okay. sorry, Priya, going back to your point about the university go reading a book in the library. At uni, yep. I didn't really do much day game in the mm-hmm. library because yep. I had that fear of or what's going to happen if X, Y, Z? What's going to happen if she thinks I'm creepy? What's yeah. going to happen if she screams, you know? But now I wish I knew that knowledge I have today at uni because yeah. it would have really benefited me. Yeah, yeah. In terms of my story, so basically I went up to a girl and I said, you know, hey, what's up? Are you watching the football today? Because we were all at Box Park. Uh, what do you think of the game so far? She said, I don't watch football. And then I said, look, um, thought you were cute. Just came to say, hello, what's your name? And she, we started talking. Mm-hmm. Then I said, can I get your number? She said, oh, I'm so sorry. I have a boyfriend. I said, oh, you're already telling me all your problems. <laughs> and then her boyfriend just came behind and kind oh, of sure. like gave me a death stare. So I had to pleasant, like, pleasantly walk away.
1: Yeah. They're like, here comes the problem bite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's my PG story. So yeah. if listeners want to know my over-18 story, then feel free to Instagram yeah. me on Posh0510. <laughs>
1: you want to hear about the 18 plus edition, guys, check out Hardly Harsh, Spotify. Are you on iTunes yet, or are you just on
0: Spotify? More so Spotify. I know Anchor distributes it to iTunes as well, but my main thing is Spotify, Hardly Harsh.
1: And then you're also on Google, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So Google, just search Hardly Harsh, H-A-R-D-L-Y-H-A-R-S-H. Harsh is his name. That's not the name of the podcast. So if you search Hardly Harsh, ladies and gentlemen, he has ton of stuff he's just starting his podcast but he has tremendous amount of knowledge and we've just started connecting recently and we've you know we've gelled really well the bondings that we've have we come from a similar background you know go through the whole anxiety process uh having to go through not being successful just in general in life socially with girls or we're just just in dating life and having gone through that having done through the methods and researches trust me what harsh is saying here in this podcast it's it's a true true thing and it's. From experience and not some bullshit theories talking about it. it's actual
0: real stuff definitely. from experience. And so, definitely follow that. Um, because yeah, I, I think go... With, go Sorry, what, with both of us, what we do is we're genuinely trying to, you know, portray the attraction, making the girl feel polarized and, you know, mm-hmm. give kind of give us an answer. It's either a yeah. fuck yes or a fuck no. So, I think what other people, a lot of other advice that's given, it's a, it's a lot of just simple pick up work and a lot of you know you kind of need a lamborghini you need this you need this to impress a girl you need you need to say these words but there's nothing mm. like it. it's about how you make someone feel and it's about really realizing and unleashing your true potential
1: yeah and i think it's um that's that's what it is there's a lot of uh, advice out there which is it's told in a way that's so confident and it's told in a way that do this and you'll get everything working it's it's i think it's almost brainwashing and i feel that a lot of people try it and they Don't. It doesn't work or doesn't resonate with their personality. And that's when they start, as I mentioned earlier, start having that identity crisis. They're trying Mm -hmm. so hard to be someone else and trying to say these lines and trying to say these routine or these scripts and pick up lines and all of that stuff. And none of that works. Exactly. Everyone has
0: their own recipe. Exactly.
1: It's like the way I say to people, right? Now, example I'll give you, right? So stop for a second and think... That when you, like 1960s commercials or 70s commercials, right, every marketing campaign had a bit of a, like a snazzy, fun line, like a jingle, and people would say it, and it's like a catchphrase of the product, right, and that would be what people would say, and supposedly it would sell. If you say, oh, have you tried this, or have you tried that, and people just have this very, you know, snazzy lines and catchphrases, and that used to work in that time. So we need to step away from that kind of mentality because let's be honest, when you go up to a girl or even just generally people and you're trying to ask them for something in this case, if you're trying to ask for a girl's number, saying those lines would not work because it's like you're selling something. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. You're here. I am. I'm here to sell myself. Please. buy. That's what you're doing. So rather than doing that, think from a girl's point of view, think from a point of view as when you go to a girl, you appear as a salesman. So stop being a fucking salesman. Really what you want to do is think about how you come across. So when a girl is sitting there or she's somewhere and you're trying to approach her, think about this, right? If she's a very good looking girl, she gets approached by guys tons of times during the day. Tons of times. And most of these guys are some guys that have some pickup routine set up or some script set up and they they say these things and all she has to say, oh, nope. Nope, sorry, I have a boyfriend, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm a lesbian, sorry, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my phone's not working, sorry, I don't have a phone, tons of excuses. If you just really go out there, have a genuine conversation, find something interesting, to talk about, you know, pick anything up from the environment. So what she's wearing, what she's reading, what she's looking at, where she is, what she's drinking, tons of things. Exactly. You have to find these environmental cues. When you find that, when you start interacting with that rather than just saying okay fuck everything else ignore the fact that she's drinking this she's reading this she's sitting here she's wearing that Ignore all of that well like, oh um uh hi there by the way what is your uh what's your favorite food <laughs> slice of random twice. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah you know just Why
0: something simple as a girl waiting in the queue saying yeah. like, you know oh so have you i don't know let's say a girls waiting in a queue you can be like oh i've never been there before what would you recommend me to get Mm -hmm. and she can tell you, and then the conversation flows. And even if it doesn't, don't be disheartened. So the other day, I was approaching a girl because I was with someone who was learning from me, and I said to this girl, excuse me, because obviously she was walking, and she knew, I said excuse me, but she just walked on. So just Mm -hmm. laugh at the rejection. Get get a friendship circle around you that doesn't laugh at you, but laughs with you at those kind Mm -hmm. of moments, and it will keep you going.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, and you shouldn't take... It personally, anyway. The reason I say it, like, <clears throat> think of it this point of view, right? If you're in a long term relationship four, five, six years, two years, one year, six months, or if you've seen that girl multiple times, if it's you've been dating her for a long time, any of that, and if she says something that, you know, rejects your bill, she doesn't resonate with your feelings, or she just simply rejects your beliefs or what you're t- saying to her, then you should get offended because you know her personally. If you've yeah. only spoken to her for 30 seconds, five seconds, nothing personal really she doesn't even know your name she sometimes she hasn't even seen your face Mm -hmm. she doesn't know what you look like who you are so she doesn't identify um who you are as a personality as a person so how can you get offended when she rejects you like think of it from that point of view what you need to do when you get rejected simply just feel like okay you don't even feel like it's a rejection what i say to people is it's not a rejection like just generally, even when you're sending a proposal to a client, or when you're speaking to people, you're trying to you're trying to bring up an idea in a in a meeting. It's nothing personal. They just don't accept what you're saying or what you're doing at that moment. Yeah. Doesn't mean they don't like you as a person. It's not the case. So, people, please let go of that mentality. <laughs> it's a very Definitely. very important. Now, I want to talk about you when uh, when you started doing this, like very 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 earlier on. What were the biggest mistakes you think you made and uh, you advise people not to make when approaching or just trying to ask girls a number or going on a date or relationship? whatever? I think
0: for sure, that's a good question. I think the first thing, um, obviously I've referred to earlier about the alcohol, don't be a sloppy Mm -hmm. mess when going to a girl. It's fine Mm -hmm. if you're having a few beers and stuff or a few gin and tonics, but just don't be a drunk mess. Because I made that mistake in like freshers week of university and it didn't go down too well. Another common mistake, which I made probably a year ago, was stopping a girl and straight away saying, hey, I think you're cute. What's your name? Can I get your number? And what that does is it may work, but it reduces the chances of getting the number because you haven't built on the conversation. And what Mm -hmm. I initially struggled with was building rapport. So actually saying, so how's your day going? You know, so oh, do you work around here? Are your family from this area? And then building a genuine connection and trust before asking for the number, so that was my one of my mistakes that I made. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So basically, that salesman, <laughs> the salesman technique is like well, just <laughs> just yeah. selling without even caring about what the person wants to exactly, buy. Exactly. From. So how do you how do you build rapport? What what do you think is? Uh, I mean, we know what rapport is is getting yeah. to know the person. But how do you how do you build it? And let's say in a space, if someone has a minute, or I don't know, someone's yeah, waiting in the queue, it's it's a very short amount of time. How do you build that rapport with the person?
0: I think the main thing to realise, especially, I didn't even realise I'm making this mistake. One of my experienced uh, day game friends pointed out saying, you know, you kind of need to get to know the girl. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try that. And as I tried it more, it worked. So I think the key is, if you have a minute, talk to them, you know, find out how their day is going. Small talk is very important. The whole, how's your day going? Where are you from? Um, Just ask them a few questions. What coffee would you recommend me to get? And then if, because time is short, just be like, look, I haven't got much time to talk now, but hey, let me get your number and I'd love to take you out for a drink sometime. Mm-hmm.
1: Short and mm-hmm. simple. Yeah, I think it's uh, you have to show interest, I say to a lot of people, because sure. when Harsh, Harsh says that uh, uh, small talk is important, it's important, but then keep in mind is don't be stuck in that small talk. Because what happens is a lot of people that, uh, a lot of guys that are very starting young, or people that have that quite old age, or I'm talking about mid 30s or 40s, maybe 50s, um, they, because they haven't, they've been out of practice for so long and sometimes they don't understand. uh, People get told into the small talk too much. So, Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Okay, what are, you, what are you doing here? Well, I'm doing this. Oh, cool, nice weather, right? Yes, amazing weather. Oh, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of small talk and what happens is what you're really doing is you're getting to know a stranger. Amazing, but then you still have to keep the interest in mind or you have to still drive the interest from that person.
0: Mm, I think what, it's also by driving the emotionally spiking woman's emotion as well. Just making them feel something or, you know, picture something in their head that makes them think, yeah, good memory.
1: Yeah. And you have to realize uh, that, uh, especially females, they are emotional creatures. Exactly. They have to feel something in order to understand you. So if you're trying to say these lines, which don't make any sense, if you're trying to talk uh, about things or just generally having a small talk, that doesn't give that emotional spike, then that would never work. From what I can say, yeah, because there isn't an emotional attached to you. So to them, you're just a random person on the street or a salesman <laughs> that are trying <laughs> to sell themselves. Yeah. Right? So okay. So how do you think uh, having coached a lot of people and a lot of clients you have now, and you're building that client base, how do you think people accept themselves and project their interest forward? So personal story from yourself or experience that you want to share
0: so i think the older from my experience anyway the older the people are the more they are happy with themselves and the more they portray themselves whereas the younger generation below the ages of like 19 they tend to think that hmm what would this person think about me or they they're kind of unsure of their own identity which is perfectly normal because even at that age, I was still learning, like I said, wearing the hazel contact lenses and so on. Yeah. But when the older you get, especially after you when you start working, when you're 22, 23, 24, you know what you want, you know what you have to offer, and it becomes a lot easier. And then it's all about just getting over that rejection phase and you know, kind of warming up. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I said, it's just the maturity and taking, as you said in your recent posts, doing something every day that scares you has mm-hmm. really helped me. And the more I've, you know, started working, managing my routine. So me and my friends do kickoffs after work. We, you know, now I've started my podcast. I've really started to find my passion. Mm -hmm. And because I've started to find this, I can, I'm feeling better about myself. And it allows me to portray that onto a girl and tell Mm -hmm. her what I do, you know, show her who I really am and kind of attract the right person in my life.
1: Yeah, I think it's just, uh, that's what you call accepting yourself rather than just the accepting a different personality and just trying to play that role i think it's it's very tiring and it's very hard and there is a saying in japanese or chinese what i can't remember they say that uh, people wear three masks in their life and one's for the world one's for close group of friends and ones you don't really reveal to anyone else so what a lot of people do is that uh, they keep that uh to the world mask on sometimes you have to you know where to take off that mask and show yourself not too much to the point where people have you figured out because we don't want to do that especially when you're attracting someone you have to keep that mystery in place but you want to show a bit of yourself who you are your personality and that would come from you having a personality you having some interest you having you know things that you're passionate about because if you're that person that has no passion and you're just approaching girls and you just want to with the girls all the time then eventually there will come a time they're like you know when you when you're approaching girls you'll feel like yeah i do this but who am i or what's my identity so you have to really 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 have interest have hobbies build on yourself don't just focus on just getting the girls number getting the girls number and you just approach 200 300 400 girls a week because you will get tired and you won't develop yourself as a person you have to come from that mature mindset to say this is who i am this is what i want to work towards outside of just dating a relationship and this is who i am as a
0: man and you have to build yourself really exactly. build yourself that refers back to your alpha mentality
1: yeah yeah and i feel like it's, it's really important to do that because uh, a lot of guys that call themselves oh i'm a loser with girls or i'm a loser in general that mentality itself is self-destructing and uh, that won't help you with anything in life not even not just girls. They won't help you with your financial life. That won't help you with your social life. That won't help you with your family life. So you have to get rid of that mindset. And like Hosh said, you have to build yourself. That's what he did when he was a a student that was going out of uni. He worked on his weight loss. He looked at techniques. He read the books that he needed to. He applied the science of approaching girls and just approaching people in general. And there is a method to his madness. What he's just saying now doesn't mean that... You know, he's just a guy who just randomly had a had a magical moment. He's worked towards improving himself. And most most of it has come from outside
0: of just pickup. It's been personal change. So it's very, very important to do that, right? Agreed, yeah. I think also just practicing daily gratitude and being grateful for what you have. Uh, and again, I refer to it as self-love is very important. You know, love yourself, eat well, feel good about yourself and thank the universe for what you have. Thank your friends and family for what they've, given to you as
1: well yeah you know, in terms that's, of
0: support
1: yeah it's very important to do that so let's talk about because uh, i feel like uh, we've covered everything now let's talk about one final thing which i like to do as a as a wrap-up actually before we do that let's talk about influencers or let's talk about your favorite books or what has inspired you to become a better person so because the episode is about how to approach girls the right way Let's talk about something that has helped you and that can help the audience that is listening right now to improving their game. So
0: what books would you recommend, or articles, or people? So there's an author called Mark Manson. He has a blog, he has an Instagram. Uh, Check him out, guys. And there's two books that I'd recommend to you uh, from Mark Manson. And I'm only going to recommend you two books because I want you to read them and take action. These two books are Number One Models by Mark Manson. It's about Mm -hmm you know, the correct way of seducing women and attracting women through honesty. Number two, we have The Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark mm. Manson. Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, yeah. Yet. And Love I think that Models is really good because, you know, it goes really into detail about, you know, like I said earlier, the truths about attracting women and how to do it in the honest way. So, like I've mentioned in this podcast about polarizing women, you know, putting them on the spot and making them decide after they know you is it a yes or a no? Is it a fuck yes or a fuck no? Also, mm-hmm. vulnerability, getting, being comfortable with the uncomfortable and actually putting yourself in a very uncomfortable situation by expressing interest because you know women love it that way and it's a real alpha male dominant figure, someone who expresses interest, who's willing to the idea of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, other concepts, he talks about vulnerability, like I've already mentioned. Uh, he talks about grooming, you know, health, yeah. look, self-love, a lot of concepts we've touched on. So definitely check that book
1: out. Yeah, a personal favourite book of mine is that uh sort of Given a Fuck. I absolutely love it. I think I read it about three times. And uh, him as an author, amazing, amazing guy. Um, I would highly recommend people to read it. Um, Any influences or any people that you resonate with or you love or have been inspired from?
0: Uh, it's a bit random, but Jose Mourinho.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: It's We're going because- to end the
1: podcast right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have called you, mate. You should have told me that before. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Kira,
0: yeah, he's a legend though. He's I have to a, say. The way he comes into English football and tells everyone he's a special one and then goes mm. on to prove it with his backing and the players love him. They fight for him. And yep. that's why I like to instill in my clients, you know, just that never-say-die attitude and that passion. Mm. And I think Mourinho in his prime, because I'm a massive Chelsea fan, he, mm. as a fan, you want you'll take a bullet for him because that guy... He said he's a special one he came to England he had fights with everyone verbal fights, but he made sure he won his two back to back titles and I just love his passion and his um his arrogance but all, what I also like about him is he's uplifting as well he's not just mm. cocky but he he knows he's good kind of thing
1: and yeah, that's important isn't it as a as a person doesn't have to be a guy can also be a girl if you want something you truly really believe in it. And uh, if you can, if you have the talent and you can back it up, then really no one can stop you. Yeah. And uh, people would love you for it. That's, that's why he has such a huge fan following. I do love him. I do respect him. Of course, Chelsea Club is a different story. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, he's an amazing, amazing guy. Truly, uh, the guy who says he, he will do something, he does it. And if you're talking about quality and if you're talking about traction, if you're talking about dating, that is the most attractive trait you can get as a man who says what he's going to do and he does it. So that applies to commitment, that applies to showing up. If you say you're going to show up, you do show up. Not just you know flaking with dates. If you're that guy who's flaky, who's shaky, who doesn't know what he's doing, where he's going, then you would come across as an uncertain guy. And it's off-putting to not just girls, any and everyone. So if you want to take something away from Jose Mourinho, you tell the world what you're going to do and you do it. You back it up. You're cocky, but then you're also... Going to back it up with your results, so very important thing. Um, how about anything else? YouTube videos or any, anyone else? You talk about James Tusk a lot, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So James Tusk, um, I wouldn't really say he's a role model, but yeah, inspiring videos. I really like the way he does his approaches and puts his YouTube content out there. Recent mm. video he put out there was "Watch Me Get Blown Away," uh, "Watch Me Get Rejected," and mm. it's just a video of him approaching girls getting rejected. So I like his mm. content and his client journeys through the videos.
1: Yeah, I think it's a big part of uh, approaching and uh, I've seen a lot of coaches and clients. They have they have that as an exercise. Say something that you definitely get rejected from. Mm-hmm. So the goal of the exercise is uh, to get rejected as by many people, many girls. So not attraction, is complete rejection. So people get comfortable with the rejection. Yeah. So I think it's quite important. One person I would recommend that has been truly, because I, I can recommend a lot of people, but one person I would recommend to all the guys out there that are listening, are James Marshall. That man is the sage. (laughs) He's truly, truly amazing. The reason why I recommend him is he has this channel called The Natural Lifestyles. So what he talks about is he doesn't talk about routines or saying special lines or pickups. He just talks about you building yourself up as a man. So he talks about how to become a better man and how that helps you get anything in life, not just girls. Of course, he's talking about girls, but he also talks about being a complete man. And having those values and having um, identity that you tell the world who you are. So yeah, very very amazing guy. I would also recommend you check it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, James
1: Marshall, the natural lifestyle, truly amazing guy. And uh, that leads us to the last part of this episode because we're coming to an end, guys. So what I like to do as part of I improve, all of you that know. I do an exercise, I give you an exercise at the end of the episode and I tell you to perform it so you can get better at the topic that we talked about in this episode. So I will tell Harsh to tell you guys a particular exercise that you can perform to get better at approaching girls or getting good with women in general. So Harsh, it can be one exercise or two, but I'll pass it over to you.
0: What I'd say to people is, you know, go out with yourself or... Hopefully with a group of friends, if you have like-minded friends and just start talking to people, start talking to the cashier, start talking to uh, the bouncer at the club. If you're going to, a, I don't know, for example, Box Park. Mm-hmm. And then from that, just see, you'll start to feel better and just start, don't even hit on girls, just start talking to them about their day. Maybe talk to them about, even if it's what they eat and whatnot, and really just embrace the idea of being social. You don't have to have the expectation of asking for their number and taking them out just be out there, be social and build relationships. And then you'll see how much of a little deal it was in your head that you were mm. worrying about nothing.
1: Mm. Yeah. So basically, um, an exercise for people out there is approach any and everyone. If you want to get good at approaching girls, you have to, which is what we talked about a lot in this episode is you have to start from the baby steps and you, ha- you can't just apply to, you can't just go for the one thing and just focus on that. Generally building yourself up to it, training yourself. So, Approach any and everyone. Cashier, waitress, club bouncer <laughs> can approach them as well. They are quite friendly, some of them, but uh, yeah. any and everyone. That's a good way to go. Anything else you recommend people do?
0: Uh, no, just show yourself self love and honestly just start looking after your body, uh, start exercising. It doesn't mean you have to lift 80 kg at the gym. Mm-hmm. It just means start going on walks if that's your thing, start going on long distance runs, push yourself in any exercise every single day.
1: Yeah, very true. So, self love, I think that that's probably the first thing people should do. So, find something that uh, you want to get good at in life and uh, that will help bring the best out of you. So, it could be anything. It could be weightlifting, it could be cycling, it could be dancing, anything that's a hobby that you started, didn't finish, or about to start, start getting yourself better at it. And then, then you feel good. And then you project that love out to the people when you're going in the real world. So, has to come from within first so try that and then i'm very sure as time grows you would become a better person at approaching girls and getting good at your dating life and that is the end of the episode guys it's been an amazing amazing episode and thank you so much Harsh, for coming in this episode and giving us an amazing insight into your world and telling us how to approach girls where can they find you gosh
0: tell me that thank you been a pleasure preax to jump on this podcast. Um there people can find me Instagram. So I've got harsh0510, that's my personal one and I've got hardly.harsh and then on Spotify I've got hardly harsh. Please hit the follow button, check out my podcasts and because they help me get up the Spotify algorithm. Uh, I do various different podcasts on day game on, you know, pushing people outside their comfort zone on I have special guests that come on and talk about saving money, talk about friendship and compatibility, and many other things. So, yeah, guys, check me out. look forward to hearing from you.
1: Cool. I'll leave the description down below, and you can check them out. That is it, and thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you found today's episode useful, and you feel like someone else can also benefit from it, please do share it with your friends and family and pay for You never know whose life you may be able to improve or impact by simply sharing such content. Also, I would really appreciate it if you can subscribe, rate and comment on this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to this on. It really help me understand how useful these episodes are for you and give me the momentum to keep providing you with top quality content for future improved episodes. before you go i want you to ask yourself if you're ready to take the next step and upgrade your life and if the answer to that is yes and you are someone that's been looking to make that change in your life for some time now but you feel like you're missing that motivation you feel like you're missing the energy the confidence or those skills then i'm here to help you i'll be happy to support you from start to finish and work with you personally one-on-one over the phone, through video chat, or face to face. So I can ignite that inner fire that will help you excel at your relationships, become a social rockstar, own it at your job, in your business, and leave that long lasting impression wherever you go. Now I know that sounds amazing. Trust me, it's very much possible. I've worked with dozens of clients to help make that change in their life, and I can do it for you. All you have to do is just email me, preang at Iimprove at Outlook.com, or you can simply just DM me on my Instagram, at priyank.improve and and drop me a message and I'll be happy to have a chat with you and get you started on this amazing journey of self-improvement. I'll speak to you in the next episode.